Yo, what's good? It's your boy Sanzo, a.k.a. Sanzo Marek, a.k.a. Dr. Sans. And we back at it again. Another episode of The Experts. We have been gone for a while, but we promised to bring the hot takes back like how we're supposed to. And we have just finished wrapping up week 12, NFL. I stop after Dr. Sands because I, I try and figure where, where, where he's going with that. But anyway. Dr. Sands now. Yo, this is your boy CJ The X Factor. Um, uh, we're on a little sabbatical because uh, producer won't be living his best life, traveling the world and doing stuff. I think he's getting through a midlife crisis It's and stuff. Fine. But it's okay. It's okay. It's been, it's gonna get better. He getting to Europe sometime next year. Shout out to Cam. We getting again. We getting with him this time. I don't know how you could go and leave people, but let's stay focused. Um, week twelve. Um, what you got out of week twelve when it comes to matchup? Because so far, I mean, to me, this is the part of the season where the best teams can start winning. Like you ain't gonna have really much upsets because teams already you already know who the good teams are. And who the tanking teams are, who the bad teams are. So you can have teams like the Saints, the Rams, the Patriots, the Chiefs, all these set, rolling over teams like the Ravens, um, the Bengals, the Raiders. Like mm-hmm. So it's less upsets coming up now, but it's still interesting because you want to see the races like for MVP, um, Pro Bowl and yeah. most catches, most yards and all that foolishness. Comeback so. player, yeah, and all that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Week 12, like you said, I think the good teams are starting to try to really separate themselves and try to, uh, you know, get, make sure they secure the right playoff season. Um, you see a couple teams on streaks now, on long streaks, uh, most notably the Saints. They're on a 10-game boy. Um The Texans, what you think about uh, how the Texans are playing oh, right man. now? I done told y'all from before. Last year I was correct. I told y'all Philly was going to run the NFC. This year I told y'all the Texans is going to make a comeback and the Texans going to win that division, take it away from the, um, Jacksonville, and they can be a big force coming into the playoffs because they have one of the top defenses in the league. And you got to run in quarterback, mobile quarterback with a very strong arm, and you have silently a top three wide receiver in the league. People don't like to give um, your boy his props, but besides Julio Jones and Antonio Brown, I feel Hopkins is number three right there. Hopkins is very underrated. Um, the and that that Like you said, that defense has been um, obviously top, top of the line. You could argue J.J. Watt is arguably, what, top two, top three player in the NFL right now. On defense, yeah. On defense? Yeah, yeah. He, he was um, his own. And then they also have uh, Covington has stepped up. He's played very well. Uh, and, of course, you can't forget about Clowney. So I, I, I think the Texans, they are going to present an interesting battle come to playoffs. I don't know if I fully trust them yet because they didn't, have a, they didn't play a particularly strong schedule these last few weeks. But, I mean... They right up there with the pots in terms of um, AFC contenders, and it'll be interesting if they buck the pots in the playoffs. Which, which they probably will. And that will be an interesting game because you know if the pots start off on the road, if the pots play that game on the road, um, of course not. I don't, I don't know. See, I don't know your chances on that. The one. thing is, we always 
make it to the playoffs and we always go deep into the playoffs because of home field advantage. When you have teams like the Texans, who used to play in a dorm, who used to play in hot, sunny um, Texas, when you come up to Foxborough in January and you playing in 5 degree, 10 degree weather, big man, at the end of the day, all you saying, yeah, listen, I didn't get paid for the season, I didn't put my 10 million in the bank, but you win, lose, or draw, I just won't get the hell out of here, let me go home. I ain't all this cold. Whereas Tom Brady, I'm just waiting for you to fold. Like, we don't lose much games at home. And when we do, it usually be the teams who are used to the cold, like Baltimore, Pittsburgh, teams who could come into New England and, and not be faced too much that. by it. But when you got them Texas team, them Dolphin team, them even the Jaguars last year, when you get them type of teams coming up into the cold, it ain't, it ain't much. It ain't much you could do. Well, how confident are you if you're if you're always to start off on the road against them? Um, because y'all haven't won a, a road playoff game in since I think it was two thousand seven, if I if I'm correct. So um, that'd be a dull, one, that'd be a dull task. It couldn't have been two thousand seven because we was the number one seed. We would not have been on the road. And number two, every year we basically it's our home games because we always the number one or two seed basically. So mm-hmm. I don't really think like it matters. I mean, on the road, I feel Tom Brady still does his thing, but we are less effective. Yeah, because. You could feel like it's a difference, but like when you're the best team, it's almost like the Lakers or the Yankees. When you home, the crowd behind you and you get that energy. When you're on the road, it's almost like you got that arena energy, but everybody else hating on you. Like the people who are watching TV hating on the Patriots. All the other teams in the league hating on the Patriots. So like when you ain't home, you're in a comfort zone. You already out of your comfort zone, and then you have all these other teams, Dolphin fans pulling against you, Colts fans pulling against you, everybody pulling against you. Like, it'll be more tough on the road for true. Like, it's a mental thing, too, when it comes down to that. But other than them, I see um, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck, really. I I told, yeah, he, but he, I he, tell people. He ain't running for comeback. People try and yeah. run, that, run him down and, uh, and try and belittle him and say he ain't worded and this and that. But the only thing Andrew Luck was missing was an offensive line. Yeah, that's line. Now, Andrew Luck is getting the most time in the back there as a quarterback this season, and he's showing you that, listen, he's worth yeah. a top dollar that he got paid last year. But Andrew Luck is right now a top five quarterback in this league. To me, he's a, he's definitely, I think he should win. Come back with it, yeah. Yeah, he should. I think he should win that. Um, he, Like you say, he's having a great season. And it's good to see that he finally healthy and like you say, he playing behind a decent offensive line, so that's that's good to see. I I and with no real number one receiver, yeah, like there's a, no big name receiver there, neither a big name running back. So that offense really on him. Yeah, he doing he doing pretty good. Um, I'm interested to see how Kansas City fares. Um, the rest of the week that was a that was a real game they had the other other day against against the Rams. Um. I think I still think though that um, if they was to meet the the parts in the playoffs, that would be a. I would still favor the parts against Kansas City. Um, I mean, obviously, because yeah. like Kansas City, to me, can always be what they always are. People don't realize this. Even this year, even though this year they they're looking good because. It's a like I mean he's not a rookie, but it's his first year starting. It's his first year starting. So it's like a little sensation going on. But Kansas City been winning 11, 10, 
12 games every season for the past um, four or five seasons. Like, literally, Kansas City has the best record for the past four years. If you look at it in the AFC, Kansas City actually has better record than the Patriots. Like, Kansas City is consistently a double-digit win team for the past literally three, four seasons because when Alex Smith was there, he still was winning. Last year, they won 11, 12 yeah, games. I didn't the year before that, they won 10, 11 games. So, like, it's nothing new. It's just the problem that when they get to the playoffs, it's like, what's going on? Like, Andy Reid can't get past that Brady thing ever since um, Philadelphia lose to them in 2003, 2004, I think. Andy Reid can't get over that. He can't beat Bill Belichick. He'll beat him in the regular season now. But in the playoffs, it's not going to happen. Um, Alex Smith used to fold up, and he's an experienced quarterback. Yep. I can't say that Mahomes will, but remember, we did play them early in the season. Mahomes was looking shaky. He missed a couple wide-open passes. He wasn't running. Um, we kept Kareem Hunt contained a lot. So, like, if you look at it, uh, Kansas City, to me, got to prove that they can beat us. Like, until then... I, I see the Patriots uh, and the Texans being in the AFC Championship because the Colts are going to make it as a wild card, but the lo- the road is too long. It's not unattainable, but the road is too long for a team with old. Because see, this is when the stars shine. In the regular season, the stars give you something, but then the rest of the team helps get you to the postseason. In the postseason, this is when Antonio Brown makes their name. Yep. Le'Veon Bell makes their name. Julio Jones makes their name. Ben Roethlisberger makes their name. Tom Brady makes their name. So, like, when you get to the playoffs, this is when you rely more on your superstars. When Andrew Luck gets to the playoffs, you're going to need a number one wide receiver to put that ball in the end zone, bro. Mm-hmm. You're going to need a top running back to get you that first down on them third and two, third and one players. So, like, I don't see the Colts going that far, and I don't see um, who else in the hunt for I, I I noticed the Cleveland Browns looking let's not get carried away no, but no, Cleveland, Cleveland really showing that they made the right decision with going with Baker Mayfield I, yeah, I, I as the number one pick like I told people but they they don't listen to me no I thought <laughs> Baker Mayfield should have been the number one pick though I, I, I mean first of all y'all were sold on Sam Donald no Y'all no, 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 wanted no, 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 Sam no. Donald to go number one. That's Bach track. That's Bach track. Y'all didn't even no. want Saquon to go number no. two. No, nah. Saquon, I really... And this man is going to... Actually, Saquon is going to be rookie of the year. Saquon is actually going to break the the, he, the yards from scrimmage yard mark for a rookie in NFL history. He can afford to be rookie of the year and he ain't really leading to no wins. What wow. I'm trying to say to you, I am not... I am not... Wow. Um, I wasn't against Baker Mayfield, girl, Number one, simply because I felt as if, again, and I say this again, the consent, usually there is a consensus top pick in every NFL draft. And when there isn't a consensus top pick, then that means that no expert is sure on who the best player is. So I felt I feel as if a team should always go with the player who they feel is best. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it don't. But go with the player you feel is best. They felt Baker Mayfield was best, go with Baker Mayfield. Sam Donald was looked at as the safe pick. And I thought that Sam Donald should have been at least a second pick. Right? For what? But I wasn't <laughs> mad Baker Mayfield was the first. All right? Boy. I do think Sam Donald should have been a giant. Yeah. But nonetheless, Saquon Barkley, like yours, he's a really good player. 
I have questions whether that will lead them to winning games in the future. Big Daddy but he's a really good player. And his job. That's his job. His job Big is Daddy. to win games. No. Your job is to do what you have to do for the team to win your games. But, like, if I run in for 120 yards a game and I catch in for 80 yards a game, my yards from scrimmage is 200 yards a game. Well, not a game, but 200 yards consistently every now and again. What more you want me to do as a running back in this league? See, that's the thing. I can't catch the ball. I mean, I can catch it. I, I uh-huh. do that. That's, that's he's, still, he, he's average like four or five catches a game. I can't throw it. Like, what you, tell me what more you want this man he, to he, do. He, he, no, he's doing enough. Don't get me wrong. He's doing and enough. And he's scoring touchdowns. He ain't like he's just doing all this and he ain't getting He's a phenomenal zone. player. It's just, as I, yeah. I mean... The quarterback situation is that just a mediocre. It's a mediocre situation. So until they address that, they can't move forward. And I thought that Donald would have been a good way of addressing that situation. But you know, they in the lottery again. They have another chance to grab. That's what he's saying. Another quarterback prospect. So it's not the end of the world. It's for the Giants. difference of where they probably look at the the two positions in college football right now. You could find another quarterback coming out this year with the mechanics and stuff of a Sam Donald or what's not. In college football right now, there is no running back even on the radar, even close to what um, Saquon Barkley was doing in college and what he's doing in his rookie season. So Dave Brody's looking ahead and saying, listen, we can take this now because this man is a one-in-a-lifetime beast because... The Cowboys got lucky with Zeke. And everybody thought it wasn't going to be no more Zeke for a little while. And now you get a second Zeke. And all two of them in the same division. But I can take this now. Oh, and then next year. Next year, I think, um, who they got now? They got your boy Tua from Alabama. Yeah. They got a couple of good quarterbacks coming out. Someone, I, someone can rise up from the take ranks. Your, you could take your chances with them. Someone can rise up from the ranks. So we ain't but he ain't no Saquon coming out this year. No, I mean, no. He, Again, Saquon is an amazing player. Saquon is an oh, amazing that's a young little beast. player. You know, I just felt that for winning's sake, they needed to address that quarterback situation, and they do. That, all right, saying this now, that would be the Giants' division in two years. If they address the quarterback position. Yeah, because they're going to address it next year. They're going to beef up their defense. It ain't going to be next season. They can make noise next season. But in two years, that's the Giants' division. Next year, that's the Cowboys' division. Maybe this year. But that's the Giants' yeah. division in two years. I mean, I ain't saying much this year as, as the Cowboys. Speaking of those Cowboys, season. I hope you all see how adding pieces to the puzzle makes your team a whole hell of a lot better. People like to say, oh, um, this is the ultimate team sport and one man can win. Yeah, one man can win, you know. But if I get a number one receiver like Amari, Amari Cooper... And then I push my number one receiver, who was my run, number one receiver before Cole Beasley as a number two. Like, you have, a, you have a dynamic offense now. You get someone who could take the top off the defense. You get someone who could spread the defense. Now, guess what? That opens the lane for Ezekiel Elliott again. Now Ezekiel Elliott is getting over 100 yards a game. Now he is getting open. Now that opened up the game for Doc Prescott. Doc Prescott could sit back more now and view the field instead of everybody crashing down on the run, everybody blitzing the quarterback because they know you know wide receiver there. But that that trade shows that I feel like 
Jerry Jones finally, finally has made a decision that is going to benefit his team. The only next thing for him to do now to prove that he making sense is fire the head coach. I need They need to get rid of the head coach <laughs> and bring in a head coach in there who could take control. But then the coach marry your daughter and stuff, I guess. The, the Mari Cooper <laughs> trade was... was <laughs> The Mario Cooper trade was 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 a good trade. Um, and it looked like the Cowboys. I mean, the division didn't really say much, but nonetheless, they the head of that division, and and I think they they might might actually make some slight noise in the playoffs. Come around if they still are are the division leaders. Yeah, they 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 could do good, and they gave up a first round pick. But look at looking at it, Mario Cooper is twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, he's still young. He, it's a first round pick, but you ain't gonna get that talent. At wide receiver for that first coming round. out next year yeah. anyway. And that's a pick that the Raiders need. And honestly, the Raiders right now can be another problem in about two years. Because people don't realize the the reason why the Raiders had to drop Khalil Mack, which I still wouldn't have done. No, I wouldn't. Is have. because looking at it financially, they dropping everything on their cap. When they move to Las Vegas, you can now have Big market team with the biggest salary cap. So now people could be lining up to come to Vegas. You can have you can have people like Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell want a big contract, and he ain't want to go to no rinky-dink city like no Miami Dolphins. He ain't want to go to no team where he ain't going to win. And you know if you go to the, to the Raiders, you get a good coach, even though he had to make decisions. To, Gruden is an okay coach. He's an okay coach. Yeah. You got... The Raiders, you and then on top of that, you got a city like Vegas who can pump money behind you. You got marketing scheme, but they'll sell. <laughs> Listen, Le'Veon Bell jersey will be the number one selling jersey next year if he go to the to the to Las Vegas Raiders. Then you got other guys coming in. You got they probably trade. You got you realize they get a, how much? I think they have three first round picks this year coming up. Yeah, I think they have. They have their own. They have the one from, from Dallas, Dallas now, uh, and I think they got the one from Chicago. For, yeah, or maybe from, even two. So, like, they have three, maybe even four first-round picks. Either they could get good talent or they could trade them and get experienced talent. So, but the Raiders can be good in, in, in a few years. I think they could be competitive, yeah. But I don't know. We just, I, 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 that's Gruden, a work in progress. Gruden, Gruden still sometimes is puzzled, is, is, is puzzled me. I wonder, I mean, they locked into them for the next nine years. But I think they can trade their car. I do think it's past time they should trade their car. Yeah, because he can't do nothing for you. Yeah. And the place I think he should go is Jacksonville. Because now, Jacksonville sees. That wouldn't be a lot of telling people. It, no, 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 it wouldn't. Because Jacksonville is a way better team. The only thing that's holding Jacksonville back right now is Blake Balls. Like, I don't know what management was thinking. Why in the world would you sign Blake Balls to a three-year extension when the man was the only reason y'all didn't even make it to the Super Bowl? You made it to the Super Bowl with a mediocre quarterback. A mediocre quarterback. You made it to the AFC Championship against the Patriots and were beating them for three and a half quarters. And then it just went down the drain because, but I don't care how good your defense is, you have to give them a break. Your defense could be the greatest defense in NFL history, but right. if I get in three and outs, when I go into the sideline, catching my breath, or you back on the field because my quarterback giving me three and outs. Yeah. Okay, I go there. I make a good stop. I set in that. Jacksonville only giving out about 14, 17 points a game. You mean to tell me as a football NFL team, your offense cannot put up 
more than that. And they only giving up that much because they're always on the field. Yeah. If you run in the ball, if you suck in the clock, if you scoring, the other team wouldn't even have a chance yeah. to put up 17 you and 20 points. You have to be points. able to give your... Like, the, you got to have a moving offense. At least make timely plays. That was, that was even when you go back to when Flacco won the Super Bowl with the, with the Ravens. Flacco wasn't particularly good. Nope, not at all. But he just was able to make timely plays when it mattered. You have to be able to give your defense that just type of... Just get them first downs. Yeah, that type of resistance. And To be honest, same thing with Russell Wilson. I never saw Russell Wilson as no big elite quarterback. But Russell Wilson could either throw to Doug Baldwin or get them little first downs. Or if he had the break off running... He'll break off running and get over that line, get the first down, just to extend the play. Give your defense a time to rest, man. I just watch these games with, with, with Jacksonville and his players literally be, I, I don't even like Jacksonville and I'd be heartbroken for some of them fellas, but like his play is legit sad, boy. Like it's, and they and they shutting teams down. Like they getting up against big teams. They getting up against the Texans. They getting up against the Patriots. They getting up against big teams, right? And you getting three notes, you getting interceptions, you forcing fumbles, you getting tackles, and then the second you go up the field cheering and this and that, okay guys, we need you back out there. They punting the ball back. Like what? <laughs> really? Like, but that ain't solid. But like, they need a quarterback there. I, Leonard Fournette is a good running back. He's a great running back. He could hold down a fort, but they can crash the box if they know. That's all they got. You can't pass. So let me put eight man in the box to stop your run and make Blake Balls win the game. And we all know what Blake Balls is going to do. Yeah, I think they do need... I mean, they've been should address that. I guess they got hype from their, um, I guess, good season last year, but they've been should address that situation. Yeah, you got to look at the stats. You can't look at the team overall. You got to break down the individual stats and say, okay, we made it to the AFC Championship, but what was the reason we didn't make it to the Super Bowl? Like, you had... Kirk Cousins on the free. You had um even even um your boy who went to the Saints, who backing up Drew Brees now. Um the black quarterback from from the Jets, who they let go when Jet when um, they realized Donald was gonna start. Bridgewater. Bridgewater did. You got Bridgewater now. You could have traded for him. The Saints didn't even need him. The Saints don't need Bridgewater. I don't even think the man has really played like that. So you Is he healthy? Get, yeah, he healthy. The Saints has put him in every now and again on them little gadget players. But, like, you had a chance to get Bridgewater, and you wouldn't even give up a fifth-round, fourth-round pick to get a quarterback because you want to deal with bottles. Now your locker room is frustrated. Your defense is fighting. Everybody mad at each other because you ain't even... Like, come on. That don't make sense. Lamar Jackson? Um, I feel timing. Like, Lamar Jackson is... A rookie who is in a tight situation because right now Baltimore isn't really a good team. They like middle of the pack. Yeah. Baltimore are good. Because that's his game. Like yeah, that's, that's in game. college, that was the the thing that really got him known. Like he wasn't a, a big arm QB. He wasn't a passing QB, but he's a QB that if he can throw it to the end zone, he can run it to the yeah. end zone. He's more like a, a a newer version of Michael Vick. Now, the problem with that is they don't last long. We saw that with RG3. We yeah. saw that with a bunch of mobile quarterbacks, boy. If, if your body ain't built for it. <laughs> yeah, and he's not a really big guy. Yeah. So he got to learn how to slide. He got to learn how to get out of bounds yeah. if he want to prolong his career. 
Because, wait. And avoid them freak, them freak players. Them yeah. freak players. Where and the just... thing is now, it's like they billing gadget players for him to run. I don't think that could be good, because someone could blindside him, and that could be there. I run. mean, when that's your only sustainable offense, and that's the way you play. Let the man throw the ball. Then. You drive him as a quarterback, let the man throw the ball. But then if he can't really, if he's not really a thrower, then you still have to be able to build a functioning offense around him. Like, like you say, I don't, it don't last long. It don't last long, but I think teams they be gambling on the on the hope that maybe we could just do this for now until he gets his well, his passing game down. But they ain't get much option because Flacco, number one, he's garbage, no, he's and then trash. number two, he's injured. So if you let Lamar Jackson get a little concussion or something like that, you know who they third string is RG three. One little from <laughs> he snapped that ball, he pulled the armstring. So, but he. Either which way, Lamar Jackson's their best option. And I think they, they announced today that he will start this upcoming Sunday game again, which I feel is good. Like, you got if you no, got a, a QB, first of all, he won, he won his first game. He won his second game. Don't kill that man hype by benching him for no Joe Flacco, like you benching him for any Tom yeah, Brady yeah, or Drew Brady. He done win them last two games, ride this wave, and let Lamar Jackson go in there and tell... They stop winning, yeah. but don't bench him for no Joe Flacco, big The man. worst he could do, the worst, worst, worst could happen is you could use him as trade big if you have to. Yeah, but build his confidence. But nobody trading for that con- that contract. Um, speaking of contracts, let's segue over to the NBA, where Jimmy Butler, my boy Jimmy B, who stole the Timberwolves, dragged the 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 the, the starters through the mud has now gone to the Philadelphia 76ers and resurrect his career. Now, on the court, he's doing his thing. My problem is mm-hmm. with Philly. Jimmy Butler turned down a four-year, $100 million contract with the Timberwolves because he wasn't on that run. The man done come to your team and less than a month, he done hit two big game winners. Why haven't you already throw? a max, super max contract at this man, knowing that this is his last year in the contract and he's going to walk away at the end of the season if you don't treat him right. From I see this man and come here, he's showing me heart. He playing defense. He putting up points. He getting steals. He hitting game winners. He taking over. He's being a leader. What more I need to see? I, I, I think I think they resign him. I think they resign him. I guess probably waiting for... But I waiting for nothing. For, I guess, to see how he... Gets along with Simmons and Embiid. Bro, the reason why you don't wait is because other people see him. But people I, like LeBron done shooting text to him. Hey, big brother, <laughs> how you like LA? People but, like Toronto, people like Boston, they done shooting him text. Hey, you seriously how think he, he, could, he could play with a guy like LeBron? I don't think Jimmy Butler could play with LeBron. Sometimes he ain't playing, but it's according to what his motive is. Jimmy Butler obviously <laughs> ain't holding back no punches to be on no funny team. If LA LA have had one of the biggest uh, salary caps next year, if they throw four years, one hundred and fifty million at him, big man. I no. don't care if I was playing with friggin' C.I. Gibson. I get on that call. No, I, I definitely think he'll leave. The money is the, the money is the issue <laughs> Wait, for him. What the money is the issue? The, mo- the money is the issue, and obviously during our yeah. contract he wasn't in the, and that was Thibodeau who actually broke him out. Like yeah. he was under Thibodeau when he became a superstar. And you ain't even gonna take a discount for your coach. I mean, I wouldn't have taken that either. But no, that's but, but let's see, they did it all wrong. They handled that situation wrong inside Minnesota. You and you have Jimmy Butler, 
and you didn't tell him, well, bro, we need you to lead these young guys, right? And Jimmy, once you done put that in his head, he already done know, yo, I can't win much games without me. Now, that hasn't really, really been true because the Wolves have been a little bit better since he's been gone. But still, he already, they was very dependent on him while he was there. So now you depend on him and you still giving up big contracts to Andrew Wiggins, who had flicking zero points that a night and flicking 30 minutes. Yeah, he ain't a max player. Flicking though. big contracts to Carl Anthony Towns, who was a good player, but very soft. And now nah, Jimmy Butler looking at you like, bro, you already tell me you need me. Why are you giving these niggas some money? You ain't giving me the money. So I think if as long... Yeah, it was I, a disrespect. Yeah, I think as long as he's paid, I think it don't really matter who exactly. he play with. I think he'll just be like, you know what, at least y'all show me y'all respect me by paying me that money. So pay the man? I think they'll pay him. What they waiting it's, on? It's just they got to see if if he could get along with, with Simmons Listen, and Embiid. Embiid, they don't give a beat, Embiid a max, a super max. Embiid basically just played a, a f- one season so far in the NBA because last year basically was his full real his season. His first full season, yeah. So you don't give him a super max. Ben Simmons about to come off his rookie contract after next season. Big man, this is your time to solidify. And LeBron just leave the East. This is your time to solidify this East to where even if you don't win a championship, you know you're getting deep into the playoffs for the next three to five years. Once you get Jimmy Butler signed a long-term contract and you get Simmons signed a long-term contract, you dump false trash, you they, good. They just trade false for a shooter and trade him to flicking a team where he could play point guard and he don't have to worry. And I think... Because he wasn't really around, those who really cared about him in Philly. Oh, no, but you think NBA like Ronnie? And, that, and that's true. NBA, them, they <laughs> might be, you know, <laughs> they, 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 they might be your boys and then off the court, but real talk when it's time to win, they, it's time to win. Business, it's time to win. So I think he need. that's why I say he need to be a, on a dead team. Even if a dead team have veterans. Yeah, like the N- Knicks or something. Niggas who could put him on the side, we ain't got enough veterans. I say the Hawks. The Hawks got Vince Carter them and then they right. could sit him down. Who he can play over? Not Trey Young. No, he ain't going to play over Trey. <laughs> but <laughs> you could, you could, Put him, you could put him on Trey on the, on the same court because Trey is a, is, is a dude who likes to shoot the tree ball. So you could put him on the, let them play off each other. I think he needs some dudes who can sit on arm, bro. Listen, you're going through this. You can need to do this. You can need to do that. Some niggas who could teach him how to be professional because I think, like you say, his confidence gone. And I think that's a serious mental problem. But I did say from the beginning of the year when I watched them play Boston the first game of the year, I said, it's no way that they'll be able to play. Simmons and Bede and him together. Yeah, of course, man. That boy's trash. He don't lose his starting spot. You let the six six ten point guard come down and be a point. Uh, the six ten power forward had to come down and play point guard. And then on top of that, he did a hell of a job doing it. Yeah. So, boy, listen, you you owe the luck, luck. That one over. But, but um, speaking of confidence. How about them them Lakers? Y'all 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 playing like y'all ain't see the Lakers. Y'all ain't see, haven't seen it, bro. Yeah, but we only one game out of the first. This the West, you know. When people don't realize by the West, the West always tight. You could be the seventh seed today and you could be the second seed tomorrow. But, like, but like only this. a game and a half out of the first. The West is a dog fight right now. The West, all 14, 14 teams in the West have playoff chances right now. 14. Exactly. So the West right now is probably the best it's ever been in a minute. So it's, it's stock right now. But with that being said, I think at some point, we got to make a trade. Of course, that's that's all of mine. This is a LeBron James team. LeBron James teams make a trade every year. And I would I wouldn't be surprised if a guy like Lonzo is gone by the trade deadline. Negative. You don't think Lonzo could be traded? No. Why not? 
you would not trade your six six point guard who has people as underrate this man defense. Nah, I don't. Rondo is a. I mean, not Rondo. Lonzo plays very he good. He plays defense. very good defense. I don't. And he controls the ball very well. He makes pass. He's not a shooter. Like people get that kind of, oh, he can't shoot. Okay, we don't. We ain't asking him to shoot. He controls the ball very well. And he's for the past and this little winning streak they had for the past week or two. He has been very aggressive. It's like LeBron is mentoring him to now start to push the ball, get to the rim, draw contact. Like, he's now becoming very aggressive. And, boy, you ain't trading that, knowing that, okay, he's just scratching his potential. No, LeBron is very high on Lonzo. And but I think at some point, one of the young players is going to be a scapegoat. I think and it'll be Ingram. Definitely Ingram. It all depends on... Which star is available? And it could, it you, could be Ingram. And you see the talks now with Bradley Beal being oh, no, 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 available. No, 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 no. The Lakers could look at flicking that. You ain't got to worry about Magic Johnson. They will, but he could look at that. Don't, don't go for that. That's, that's, that's smoke and mirrors. I wouldn't go for no Bradley Beal. You wouldn't go for Bradley Beal on the side of LeBron? I think he could play off LeBron pretty well. Too high. Not at that, that contract because I still, t- Bradley Beal still wouldn't bring you a championship. I need someone on side of LeBron who legit is going to put me in the NBA Finals. Or in the conference finals against Golden State. You need a Kawhi. You need a Jimmy. You need a a, a, a next superstar who's legit going to put you there. Um, Bradley Bill is not going to do that. I think with, 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 with that team, I feel like they'll trade Ingram because, number one, Ingram and Kuzma, close in production. The difference is Ingram is on the books for $7 million the next two years. Kuzma is make $1.5 million. So if you're really trying to share cap space and you're really trying to open the books up, you could actually keep Kuzma, who right now is playing better than Ingram, and you get a $6 million difference on where you get to trade the higher price uh, uh, um, player, but he's still an asset because people saying, okay, he's still got that ceiling. Yeah. Like right now, Ingram is in that Wiggins phase. When Wiggins phase coming, he's like, oh, he has that ceiling, but Wiggins ain't turning out to be that. No. If Ingram don't turn out to be that, you still win. If he does, you have LeBron anyway. So it ain't like you need him to be a but, superstar. But that's, that's when you sell hype. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. People people still in the in of the mindset that but it's still a chance Ingram I'd sell be dead high on Ingram right now. So I, I, I wouldn't trade Ingram unless I get in the star box. Of course. Um, I trade Ingram if me personally, I feel like Detroit. Detroit could let go a drumming. And if you look at it, it's a discount of what you get in Drummond at because Drummond's salary is only like 16, 18 mil for the next three seasons. Right now, if Drummond was on the free agent market, Drummond was going to get 35 a year. 30 to 35 a year. You're getting him at 16, 18. You could actually get Drummond, trade away um, Rondo and Ingram, and you actually still could get a max player next year. That's how much money the Lakers still have. And you get them one year's contracts coming off the books with all the Caldwell Pope, all them other trash fellas coming off. You legit still could sign a box player next year for for $30 million. So you still could get uh, a Kawhi Leonard. You can imagine Drummond getting the man leads the leagues in rebounds just with area. Drummond giving you 18 rebounds a game. Kawhi locking down the wing. LeBron playing point guard, basically, because you know that's what he want to do. Just pass the ball and let man shoot. You can imagine them, them three together. Or, or a Kevin Durant, which people are not saying, wait, it ain't looking like the super team could be together too much longer. Listen, 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 listen. I still don't believe. Wait, I believe it. 
Durant could go to the Lakers. I do believe he would leave. It's no way you could stay there. Where you going? It's no way. You, nah, that's what, that's why I'm not sure. Where else he going? It's no way you could stay there. You think Durant, man, and y'all would bring a championship to the Knicks or some? No, man, like it ain't even about that. It or ain't some foolishness. But I used to win a championship. Or I work so hard. I leave my good team in yeah, OKC right. to dick ride and go there to, to Golden State just to win two championships. And you think I get him back to the think bottom? I ain't saying he going oh, to the next. Think about it. I ain't saying he going to the next. Because um, I think for him to go to the next, we would have to, obviously, you'd have to see KP play again. And we would have to get Cyan or something uh, in the draft. I think he's lazy. Right? But I think he sees, I mean, with us, I think we have a few good young players. Um. But I think he, if if he sees KP come back and he sees a dude like Zion or whatever, or maybe Barrett, maybe Barrett get drafted by the Knicks, I think he could consider. But why say KD's next decision won't be influenced by winning? Is because for me, and what I see around the league, niggas just don't be dick riding like that no more. To yeah. me, niggas just is be saying let's do what's best for me personally. Exactly. So for. For people who have these grand, people that have these dreams of saying, okay, this one could join up and put this one, this one. Niggas are just really saying, but listen, let me go get as much money as I can and play for whoever I want to play for. My point exactly. So that's why but I feel as if, if K... If what K, team can give you the most money next year? The Warriors can give him the most money. Yeah, but you ain't staying there. But you he ain't staying there. It's like Draymond running on. You done got to be in the shadow of Steph. You ain't, and then they can resign. They, it's either him or Clay. And Clay could resign. I, I think. I think Clay could resign. I think Clay could resign. Right. If not, Clay going to the Lakers for sure. If not, so. if, uh, that Clay, one off. Clay might go to the Lakers. You're right. <laughs> but I think obviously Clay could resign. I don't think KD is going to resign. I don't think they could try trade him. I think they could let him play with the contract. If it's up to them, of course he they would resign KD. But with that Dream One situation, I just don't think yeah, he could. Dream. He would resign no I'd more. Trade the hell. I, me personally, I wouldn't even let Draymond stay on my team by New Year's. I was trading Draymond. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. Because now you got to realize, Draymond Hype was, he never was a good player to me. He never was a good player in this league. Draymond Hype was, he was the glue to Golden State. So people say, so, so. how now you could be the glue if you're running on with one of your best players? If you telling them we don't need you, we true. win before they you. They don't freaking need a Cool. They don't need the bad loaf. Cool. But they don't need you either. I wouldn't say they if don't you need let go Draymond. Draymond right now. And, and still you have KD. KD. Yes, okay. Clay, they probably wouldn't need him. And Steph, them three right there would still run the league. And whatever team Draymond go to, would get ring right out. I understand that. But <laughs> what, the, what Draymond said was Fox. We don't need you. We are win without you. We don't need yeah, you. Yeah, but you don't speak for the organization. You, but he, you could say, I don't it, need you. He tell and the then truth. on top of that, no, no. This is, this is what I don't like. He tell it the truth. Yeah, but you could tell the truth, right? But don't be mad when other people tell the truth. The man said, give me the ball. You ain't giving the ball. Ain't like, okay, you saying I don't need you, and then I go on down court and hit the game and then shot. You telling the man you don't need him, but you can take the ball, dribble up court, turn the ball over, and then fall on the floor and let the team run out. He's like, well, this, Rasta, this, you this gotta it. be crazy. Everyone was bro. trying to show Katie, bro, listen, when one of us get the ball, we go in. We don't look for no man to beat us out. Oh, so, how'd that turn out, bro? One want us get the ball, we go on. We don't look for no okay. man to be so like we used to flicking warriors. How that turn up? You see how you said? We the warriors. Oh. We don't look for no man to be so. Wait, it'd have been different if Steph was on the court. 
And I don't care what Draymond say, he is look for Steph, big man. He is waiting on Steph to run around the back of that baseline no, I, and Clay, and they is wait for them to curl I, and come off all the screens and come. I do think he was gonna give it to KD though. I think, but he I was think, gonna give it to Steph. Or Steph. That boy was, but if you watch no, that play, he was gonna get it to KD. That boy was going up, but KD done stop from KD clap and he let KD off and going up clear. But KD it? say okay. All he had to do, do he, your thing. He's gonna go in the middle, suck the defense in, suck the defense give, in. Give it to KD. Crashing on no freaking Give it to KD. They crashed. That's why he turned the ball over. No. He lose the ball on his own. But, uh, the man fall out and lose the ball on his own. He wasn't even a foul call. <laughs> you get off topic. Draymond Green is trash. He will implode that team if you don't get rid of him right nope. now. No, nobody. They they they'll keep him huh? at the expense of Katie. I mean, Katie leaving. Okay. Katie leaving. So it's not like they'll if they had to choose between Draymond and Katie, they already show you who they'll choose. They'll choose flicking Katie. That's why they suspend Draymond. But I think Katie is gonna leave. And again, that's why I say I think the Knicks have a chance. I'm not saying he's gonna sign with the Knicks, but he I think the Knicks chance. have he a didn't, chance. He didn't know, man. Because at the end of the day, if this nigga won't come to New York that bad, the president has been said already by LeBron. But guess what? You could go to a lottery team and niggas could still love you, but as long as you get your money. Katie, we know he loves to follow man. But he don't make you it see him? Sam? Like he loves our lottery team and your lottery team is the I same. I never say that. I say LeBron come to a team with young stars. But LeBron, he come to win. On we, the rise. The, the basketball decision was not about winning. He, he could win. Was the basketball decision to come to LA about winning? Not totally, but yeah. No, it wasn't about winning. If if we didn't have that cap and we had a lockup uh, 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 situation, I don't think we'd get LeBron. Let me show you something. LeBron ain't coming to a team where he can't control who he brings in and out. But see, this is the thing. Katie can't even, can't even control this the, the thing. But see, that's the thing. Katie, Katie, I don't know how much of a because LeBron is that type of dude who wants that. Katie might not be the type of dude who exactly. flicking who flicking wants that. He might just be one, might just be a dude who wants chill. Yeah, but I, from Katie's partner of career, you could see. He loves to follow man. He loves to follow in the path of LeBron. And LeBron has made it cool now to say, you know what? Well, I could go. Come and play with LeBron. To whatever team I want to go to and just live there because I want to live there. You know why I say KD would make sense coming to the Lakers? Number one, you would be playing the same people who say they didn't need you to win. So you can imagine KD getting to LA and Lakers and they beating Golden State. Now, that is the only reason. I would, but he had shimmy and half court yeah. all over I, Draymond I, Green. He had even brushy hair before that <laughs> playoff game, and they'll I, be the, be the I agree with you that that's the reason why the Lakers have a chance. But because he might that just want to be rub, the best revenge. He might just want to rub it inside their face and bring Boogie, and possibly. But, listen, but you know, but you know, LeBron. Would, you know, LeBron <laughs> will be will be um recruiting KD from the jump. So yeah. that's the reason why they I think dinner together and they'll have a chance. But if KD if Katie is not trying to contradict himself, and let me not give him credit because he has contradicted himself before. Yeah, he's a, he's old. Right? If Katie's not trying to contradict himself, going to Lakers wouldn't make no sense if you say you're trying to be the best player in the league. If the Lakers win... No, he still could be. But LeBron yeah. adds another ring. LeBron really... LeBron would relinquish that, that control on the court to Katie because, number one, LeBron is going to be, what, 34, 35. KD and KD. I, I have no doubt. He, he was doing it with Kyrie. If you look at it, but Kyrie say, listen, this ain't, I ain't come here to play no Robin to Batman. And LeBron was like, okay, Kyrie, take the last shot. Yeah. 
Okay, I, Kyrie, take over the game. I agree with you. LeBron, so he'll do it. LeBron would relinquish that role. And like you said, he ain't have nothing to lose. Because if he do it and KD bring a championship daily, oh, well, I get, I get four now. Exactly. I get five and now. I get six and now. That's so the thing. That's go the, ahead, bro. Make me look better. That's the thing with KD. That's what KD <laughs> have to understand. Because if you go there, you could win every beat. But people can still say, oh, yeah, you LeBron, you're to come there because LeBron, you Wait. still ain't better than him. Yeah. So that's the next thing you have to live with. I think if KD goes to a team. But he obviously ain't care, the man, going to a friggin' 73 win team. No, you man. Think he care? He go if on he goes to a team and people say, he you go better. on that team and he taught, people was going to praise him and rejoice him just so they praise and rejoice LeBron when LeBron be... going to Miami. But <laughs> Miami wasn't a good team. But that was but a see... 73. Wait, it's only 82 games in it. They went 73 <laughs> games right. or the 82 the year that before. Man. KD taught, taught that, boy, these people could love me after I win these two championships, two MVPs. He spin around, he say, but y'all still ain't love me yet? What more I got to do? How I can love you? Well, you got to well, be crazy. <laughs> what more I got to do? Wait. So I think right now he could realize, but you know what? People could hate me. No matter what I do, I might as well just do something I want to do. I think right now he think that. I think right now he think people can hate me no matter what. Because he done win two finals MVPs, two championships. Well, I think right now, he's saying, but you listen. Katie, uh, like, Katie's window closed for trying to be the best player when it comes to him and LeBron. LeBron will always trump him because that's just what it is. Now, and, uh, uh, closing out, before we close out, uh, let's give a little couple of minutes to who could possibly be a big name coming up, Zion. Now, we ain't going to speculate right on but all the NBA possibilities. Let's just embrace what this man is doing now for college basketball. Like, Zion right now is bringing hype, bringing, like, bringing it back to college basketball, what we were missing for, for a few years. Like, and he's bringing that one-on-one play. Like, Zion ain't there running the old Duke West Coast offense. Zion legit getting the ball at half court, isolating, Blowing past you and dunking on your center. Like, Zion right now is playing NBA ball in college. He, he, and but, it's brilliant. Like, I love to watch Duke play yeah, right now. Bro. Duke, I, 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 didn't, I missed probably one of their games all season. They as much watch TV. Duke as much watch TV. Not because... It's not, like an NBA team. Not, not just because of Zion. Obviously, mainly because of Zion. Because that nigga is amazing. But uh, RJ Barrett. Then you got Reddish. Then you got the point guard who playing really solid too. Trey Jones. And That's Tyrus Jones, little brother. Yeah. So, and it's like, they are almost a super villain every game. Right. And they, you can watch the, them they dudes play, but they just have so much fun. And they get a... Killing dudes. Pulled in, they get Marquis pulled yeah. in at center. People may not remember him because he was injured, but when he yeah. was coming out of high school, he was the number he, one center. He played good in the, so in the Mali, everybody... In the Mali Invitational too. Everybody on the, on the starting five was the number one player in high school in their time. So, like, you got to realize with our team is built to win, yeah. but they also built for a big letdown if they don't stay yeah. focused. If they don't stay the focused. good thing is they, has one, they have one of the best coaches of all time. But even in the Maui Invitational, we saw where if they lose when they focus. play bigger teams, like, see, the problem with, with, with Duke right now is you have one center and you got a bunch of forwards and guards. When they play bigger teams, they get old rebounded. They get out hustled. They get, they can't score in the paint like they. Because even though they have a bunch of forwards, sign them going to the rim. 
RJ get into the rim. All the time. Only Cam Reddish really shoot the three. Up and shoot. So and if it's game off, then if you get a big team where it's clogging that lane yeah. and they can't get to the rim and you frustrating them, I think they still beatable in a way because they have to get to the rim, and they ain't getting to the rim against teams with two big, two good big men, and they ain't rebounding over them. So it's like you cutting possessions down on Duke. And that's to me. That's the way it's been, and 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 so early in the season, someone already have the blueprint. Yeah. I could but see them getting beat again. You you got to scheme heavily for them. I don't I don't know if they'll get beat again soon, but yeah. they definitely do for a big letdown in the NC. Excuse me, in the NCAA. Yeah, that's what I don't like with NCAA. It's like one shake and you're yeah. almost like football. Like you could be the best team, but if you don't yeah. show up tonight to play, but you get beat, the breaks off. But by far, they are the most dominant team. But what I see them do to Kentucky that opening night, watching them play. That was that was amazing. And like he really is make you want it. You know what I and I and I realize they starting to 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 pick. They play a three two zone, right? And guess who's the one in the middle at the top? Zion. How you have your six eight point two hundred and eighty five power forward playing the top where the point guard bringing down he, the ball? And he's get the steal because they playing for the steal like they legit. But yeah. listen, we get the steal, throw it ahead as far as you could. Let this man go get it. Just play. When he on that fast break, if it ain't a windmill, it's a 360. I want to see this boy start putting uh, between his legs. I think he ain't going too much because he don't want ball yet. No. See, the windmill easy for him because yeah. he's be so high. But I think if he try through the leg or a 360, he ain't a little confident with that. But he could do it now. Right, they, boy, listen. Damn, them alleys, they taking out, they sucking the whole life out of the gym. This, like, I watch Ali Oop, this boy legit. The ball wasn't even close to the rim. The ball wasn't even close to the backboard. When he threw this pass, this pass looked like this was going in the first, second row, but how far he threw this ball. Sian come from the baseline, catch the ball almost to the top of the backboard, and bring it down. It's like, wow. The, the only teams that could beat them are, wow. are senior, senior heavy teams that have uh, disciplined players who will follow a game plan for, 48, for 40 minutes straight. That's the only teams I think could beat them. Gonzaga was... Was that team? They had the size, and like you say, they it's a disciplined team. So, but if you have teams that rely on their freshmen as well, there's no way you could compete with that Duke team because Kentucky had the second best freshman class. I know they, they ain't close. According to ESPN, the second best freshman class, and Duke blew them niggas out of the water. And Duke ain't playing like freshmen. So the thing with Duke is you you gotta be. You gotta be like physical with them too, like Zion. And the thing is, I can't like I reading him. But like where he's played so aggressive, it's look like he wanna fight you. But it's like he ain't even making eye contact with you. Like, <laughs> but he coached on putting his head, listen, if you be a stupid fool and go out there and hit someone child and lose these millions you about to make in the NBA, that on you. You could play aggressive, but just remember, you about to be a top three pick next year. It ain't made no sense fighting with these niggas who could be in friggin' D League and, and Euro ball for the next couple of years and then working a regular job. Don't risk it all. You don't need to show these fellas nothing. If you can punch someone's ball in the crowd, block their ball, come back to the huddle. If you can dunk on someone, dunk on him, come back to the huddle. Don't run on with these young fellas, bro. You about to be a number one pick. You about to make hundreds of millions of dollars over your career. Don't lose it and risk it all. Just letting your temper, cause I, but I, I see he's played with so much energy and so much fire. It's almost look like yeah, he I, legit I, ready to fight someone. I, I, I but like, it's just his. That's just his intensity. I like, I like the fight he's played with him and RJ. It's you could intensity. tell, you could tell these dudes really like playing with each other, but and and like I said, that's good to see. That's this, this good for college basketball. No matter if they win or lose at the end of the day, 
this is really good for college basketball. Not good for the players because them niggas need to get paid, but good for the league as a whole. Um, so I guess that's it. Um, we'll see y'all next week. Got yeah. some more stuff to talk about. Next week we can start breaking down the playoff seasons for NFL. Coming down to the last few weeks of the season, we got teams popping up on the radar, teams dropping off the radar. What about them Dolphins? Uh, they started off so good. <laughs> I don't hear y'all Dolphin fans no more. Where y'all at? I'm slandering the Dolphins. Later but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, then after that, we're going to hit up some of the rumors coming up in the NBA. You already had a trade today with the Cleveland Cavaliers dumping off Kyle Culver. Mm. So, like, you got teams starting to already start to, like, tank for Zion. But because in the, in the NBA, don't mind them. If you don't see a big player like that from November, December. You better tank. You don't start tanking. You better tank. Because you realize, boy, on that mm. Duke team, about three to four of them going in the first round. No, normally, I'm not a fan of tanking. They get they tank. Cleveland tanking. But, but That's the next LeBron. When you see... A player like Zion come along, you have to tank. You have to. It just don't make sense. Imagine if you don't tank and miss out on flicking him. Yeah, you, you got to get a Zion that, or RJ. That's, that's, that's what I always tell people. When you see a big player like that come along, you got to tank for them, baby. You have to. That could change your whole franchise. Exactly. That, that's that's the difference. You might say, oh, we suck this year. But in three years, you're going to be like, boy, look at him. Look at him beat them and, and Simmons. Exactly. You imagine if the Cavaliers didn't get flicking LeBron. Like, I mean that was fixed, but but you everything cool. But you imagine if they didn't get them, that'd have been shoes. That's they their franchise. Do. They are do. So, um, yeah, man, I, I I do think I hopefully the next take the listening <laughs> to what I saying and they tank for Zion because we need I, that. I think they can tank. I think they just are bad. Maybe but, just uh, bad. We need to make sure we worse <laughs> so we can ensure. And they we hard luck. They ain't get the number one pick no out. Don't worry, we but, get someone. Um, y'all can get like Bowl Bowl or something. Bowl Bowl nice too, by the way. Yeah. Ball, ball, nice. the next and watch him with Shashi. Ball, ball, nice, bro. All right, then. That will be just like Manute. <laughs> oh, shout out Manute Ball. Your son, Ochia, seven foot six shooting three pointers. Uh, shout out. But um, yeah, till next week. We out. Kick it in the city when we in around town. Next door, neighbors telling us that it's too loud. Now, neighbor, can you please just turn that mess down? This is the sound of throwing pennies on the ground.